Thank you for joining Limping on Cloud9. My name is Jonathan Nato. I am your host, and you've guessed it. I am here with Hamad Zaidi. Hamad, how's everything going today? Everything's great. How are you doing, Jonathan? Everything's going pretty well on my end. I can't complain. Nobody's listening. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so what are we talking about today? I don't know. You it's it's, it's your, your, your podcast. You tell me. Um, you know, I think I want to go... Uh, Go further on, not further, but a story tied into the the last one we told. Because mm, mm. the last one, Guns and Mirrors, if you, people haven't listened to that one yet, that is a fun one. Not fun as in happy, fun as in interesting and odd. Totally. Still fun. Yeah, totally. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> so check that one out. So same time frame, I'll take you guys back to 1980. So my childhood dream was to see the Royals win the World Series. Right. Yeah. But growing up, they'd never gone to the World Series. So the fall of 1980, they're in first place. And not only, well, of course, they're in first place, they win their division, and then they play the Yankees in the playoffs. Yeah. Right. But that year, unlike any other, not only did we beat the Yankees to get to the first World Series, but we swept them. Nice. Right. It was Three games to zero. And I'll still tell you today, I was in Kansas City still five years later, 1985, when the Royals actually won the World Series mm, right? mm. against St. Louis in a World Series. They probably shouldn't have won because there was a bad play, a bad call in game six that should have given St. Louis the, the championship. Yeah. But I don't care. Even though my wife is from St. Louis, <laughs> I, I, I still stand on the fact that a win is a win is a win. And it's, yeah, it's, it's still a W in the column. Right? It doesn't matter how it got there. Exactly. <laughs> so why, why I'm mentioning 85 is because um, to this day, I still believe the celebration in 1980 when we beat the Yankees to get to the World Series. Mm was a lot larger than when we actually won the World Series five years later. Man. Right? Because it was beating the big, bad New York Yankees. It was going to your first World Series, right? Yeah, totally. So, so here's where the, the story goes then. 12 years old, my favorite team just won uh, the American League pennant on their way to the World Series. My, my dad gladly... Um, turned off i think he's watching dallas you know oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah i think it was dallas i'm not sure but um he turned on the news and they said there's going to be a huge party downtown right yeah so i'm like dad 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 you gotta take us you gotta take us and then he's like okay so my two sisters me my mom and my dad drove his enormous delta brown delta 88 right <laughs> Down to the plaza in Kansas City for this enormous party. Yeah. And I had my Royals t-shirt on, my George Brett, you know, my George Brett shirt on. I had my glove. I don't know why I had my glove. It was a party, <laughs> it was a party not a game. And my, and my Casey Royals hat, I was just decked out in everything Kansas City Royals. We get to the plaza. It's already super crowded, and we can't find a place to park. Mm-hmm. Right when my dad finds a place to park, he puts the car in park, and all of a sudden, he hears a pounding. And he, I turn around, all of us turn around, mm. 
And then there's another pound. And then we look the other way and all of a sudden there's three or four people around our car, you know, slamming on the window, mm. saying, get the hell out of our country, leave, <laughs> right? You're not welcome here. And you know, with the last story, I, the last story I told, um, the guns and mirrors story, where yeah. you talked about, you know, feeling uh, like I was not accepted as an American for the first time. Right, right. This story happened literally two months after that story. So Man. that was the same time. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, so, uh, oh, man. Yeah, because this was in, like, September-ish, then, if they won the pennant. It wasn't the World Series yet, or September, October. But, you know, Jonathan, I just, uh, oh, man, I just forgot one enormous element of the story. Okay. <laughs> you know, um, the fall prior, like, fall of 79. Yeah. I won um, a a uh, contest at school, and it was not just a school; it was a citywide contest, okay. district wide, a district wide contest, and it was an essay contest on why I love America. Mm. And the reason I mentioned the contest is because when I have these incidents, I mean, I won the why I love America thing in the fall of '79, and then in the summer of '80, right after that school year had ended. I had the gun to my head, right? Describing guns and mirrors, and then two months later, in late September, early October, whatever the date was, two months later, when the Royals won to go to the World Series, I couldn't even get out of the car because people did not want us to celebrate with him. Right. 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 So, I just sat there thinking, wait a minute, I'm not who you think I am. I'm just a little brown American kid. Right. Look. You know, look at my shirt. It's a George Brett shirt. Look at my hat. It's a Royals hat. And I just won an essay contest telling everyone why I love this country. Yeah, right? yeah. And, but in that moment, I cannot, I can't tell you how sad I was because my, I never see, I've never seen my father scared in my entire life. That mm. is the only day I have ever seen my father scared. Wow. Ever. Because, you know, we didn't get out of the car. He locked the doors and we drove home. Man. And and even as we were driving home, people were pounding on, you know, the back of the, the trunk of the car and and cheering and telling us to, to, to go home, to get away. Man. So that, that's crazy. Expect you know what you know what's awful too in, in times like that, especially when there's a crowd like that, it it just all it takes is one person to kind of spark that fire. And then other people would just jump on, even if they were, didn't even mean what they were saying, they just get caught in the moment. You're like, yeah, go home, get out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole yeah, crowd totally. mentality thing, which which sucks. Yeah, and you know, it, it, it really, really sucked at that moment because I thought, oh my God, you can screw with me tomorrow. You can make fun of me at school. You can do whatever you want. You can steal my bike. I don't care. Don't take away my celebration with my Kansas City Royals. Yeah, you take yeah. Take that away from me. And and they did, man. You know? and, and and I remember being so angry with my mom and dad <laughs> for not for not letting us get out of the car and and celebrate. Yeah. But now, as a father, if that happened to me today, I wouldn't let Lena and Zoe out of the car. Right. There's no way. Yeah, because I mean, right? doing, if they're if they're going to the extent of smat, you know, banging on your car window, and telling yeah. you to go home, I mean, who knows what would happen if you actually stepped out. 
Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and you know, my dad is a really wonderful guy, but he's not a large man. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> and then I'm the only other male in the family, so I'm, you know, I'm smaller than he is. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, that was a really interesting time. Didn't now? Did your dad say anything like maybe on the on the way home once you kind of out of the, out of the you know chaos of all that? Did did he say anything to like the, you you kids like hey, you know, people normally don't act like that or like did he or was he just quiet the whole way home? No, you know what? He was completely quiet the whole way home. And what I remember most about that moment in my life is turning around and looking out of the rear window. Mm. And just watching the celebration go on as we drove away. And that was the saddest, saddest moment. Because all I could think is, oh, my God. You know, I wa- even then, I was thinking I waited my whole life to see this. Even though my whole life was only 12 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? I thought, I waited my whole life to see this. And it's being taken away from me. Right? Man, I, I, I really love what you said there. Like, they, they stole that moment from you because of what? Because I, you know, Ayatollah at that time, and I had these hostages, like, you had nothing to do with it. <laughs> like, you know, like, so what if you're Pakistani? Like, they, like you said, they stole that moment from you. And, like, that actually kind of enrages me right now as we're talking about it. Like, I can't, I wouldn't have thought of it that way. And I'm sure they didn't either, you know, those people banging on your car. But No, and, and, and you know, I'm so glad that we're talking about this because I just want people to know I'm not at all a bitter guy. In fact, I'm a pretty happy guy, right? Yeah. So I don't look at that moment as, oh, my God, they they did certainly steal the moment from me. Yeah. But but they didn't ruin my life. Okay? Well, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, no. But it's just interesting to think of it that way, like that a moment being stolen from you because of your skin color. Yeah, and you know what's funny is I think that, um, you know, it's – it's things I don't even think about. Like when I'm walking down the street today, when I'm meeting people or taking meetings or going to dinner or lunch, I don't think about my skin color. It never dawns on me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and, and when I get treated poorly, I, I, in my mind, because I'm a bit comical with myself, in my <laughs> mind I just think, oh, they could be hating me for any number of reasons. <laughs> it, might, it, might, it might not just be skin tone. It might be something else. Right. Right. Could be the shoes I'm wearing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it could, be, it could be anything. And one thing I will say about this is I got to tell you, man, Lena and Zoe are in kindergarten right now. Mm, mm. And young children, they don't have any of these issues, you know, hopefully – We'll have a generation that doesn't have these issues, yeah, right? Yeah. But but they have, uh, you know, um, Caucasian friends, uh, Asian friends, African-American friends. They have friends. But children don't really treat each other differently. They no. just like so-and-so is my friend, period. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, so it, always, it always makes me think, at what point do we change? Mm. Because at, at, as children, we just loved anyone that would want to be our friend. Yeah, right? yeah. So it's it's really interesting though. It's a really interesting time to remember. I want know? I wanted to circle back around to that essay you mentioned. I, I I meant to ask you. Do you remember any of the any of what you wrote in it? You know, it's funny you asked me that. I when I knew I wanted to talk about this, I started to try to remember. Yeah. And and all I can remember is uh, what the colors mean to me. And this could be wrong, but I do remember saying. Blood from the flag uh, 
is the blood that we shed in the wars. Mm. You know, white in the stars is the purity that we stand for, and mm. blue is the blue is the vast oceans that that denote our freedom. Of course, I didn't use words like denote. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was eleven years old at the time. Yeah. But the interesting thing about that is, I remember my mom, who at the time managed a Seven Eleven. I remember my mom found out that I won the award mm. and she took off early to come see it because I had to, you know, recite my essay in front of the, the school. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Right? And all I remember from that moment, two things. One, I can't believe that I actually won this. And you know, what's really weird. I still remember who took second place. I, I'm, pretty sure it was John Ingalls who <laughs> is you know still a, a friend of mine that I keep keep in touch with on Facebook. Nice. And and you know when you write something that you really pour your heart out at and you just think I hope somebody recognizes it. Yeah. And and I remember when they were reading the top 3 you know I forget who was third place but they read the third place and they read John Ingalls and my thought is okay so I guess you know, maybe I didn't write something that was memorable or good. Yeah. And then they and then they called my name just in the way that I remember that they really destroyed my name. <laughs> right? They're like, and then who won today is like Hamid Zayadi. <laughs> and, and all I could think is Hamid. I mean, like, I've been in your school for five years. Come on, I'm the only, I'm the only like South Asian kid in your school. Right. Right. I'm the only one. You have one name to figure out. So um, anyway, but I also remember reciting it and looking into the crowd and seeing my mom crying. And at that age, I didn't know if she's crying because she liked it or if she hated it. Yeah. <laughs> right? But, but now looking why I want to call this um, podcast, the title of it, Why I Love America, is because that even though it's about the royals is it was one of the first times that my something that I did creatively was recognized mm, mm. and and you know when I'm that young I'm thinking okay I love playing sports but I'm not good at it right I, I can't be good at it because of physical limitations yeah and and um I you know I would kill to be a rock star play guitar but one hand doesn't work so that's not going to happen right yeah and so the one thing that I thought I was decent at was, was writing. Mm, mm. And it was my thing. I mean, when, when things, you know what I used to do? And this is a crazy thing to talk about, but it, it kind of makes sense. When I'd feel bad about anything, when I'd feel like the world's crashing down on me, I'd go in my room and I'd put on albums. You know, like I said in, yeah. in the previous podcast, yeah. usually, usually the Beatles. But if it wasn't the Beatles, it would be Pink Floyd. It would be Dark Side of the Moon or The Wall. Or it would be The Who. Or it would be The Eagles Hotel California. Right? Yeah. And what I would do is I'd, I'd listen to them on my cost headphones. Right? <laughs> with wired headphones. Oh, right? yeah. And, and uh, with the lights off. And all I would do is I'd listen to the lyrics of the songs. And I'd feel the pain that the rock stars were going through as they sung their lyrics. Right? Mm, mm. And I remember laying in bed and thinking, okay, John Lennon gets me, you know, Don Henley from the Eagles. He, he gets my pain. Yeah. 
I mean, if you listen to some of the lyrics of Hotel California, I'd be like, yeah, he gets it, right? And so writing is something I always wanted to be decent at doing. Mm. And so when I got the Why I Love America certificate, I thought, okay, there is one thing that I might get recognized for. And if I get nothing else in my life, I have this Why I Love America <laughs> certificate, right? <laughs> so, you know... Just know it's coming. My lungs are getting my lungs are getting prepared for this. There you go. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, it's exciting and uh yeah, so so Haman, I guess we're I guess we're rounding third heading for home here. So you wanna give uh give the audience like your contact info and how they can get a hold of you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh you can go to Hamadzadi.com, which is H A M M A D Z A I D I dot com. Uh you can see the podcast there. If you choose to see the podcast there, every podcast has an image or a photograph from a time frame in my life when this stuff happened to me. Mm. So it's, it's a way to visually, you know, look at it as you listen to it, if you want. Um, you can also go to iTunes. You can research. Oh, you know, one thing I wanted to make sure people understood is mm. if they listen to it on iTunes, they would search for my name. Yeah. Not, not necessarily for limping on cloud nine. Yeah. I, I, I think it'll come up either way, will it? Um, you know, it's funny because I searched for limping on cloud nine and it didn't come up and I searched for my name and it did. Okay. You know, I you know what? I think, I think I didn't use limping on cloud nine as a keyword, which I'm not sure why I didn't do that. So that might be why. Okay. So, but if you listen to it on iTunes, please, if you like what you hear, please give us a, a positive review. Those reviews help. And, uh, you know, Jonathan, you can talk about the tweeting and every other social media platform we're trying to yeah, yeah. get noticed on. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, help share Hamad's podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Google Plus, I mean, Reddit, whatever, you know, whatever you uh, you, you, you uh, visit daily and, and take a look at uh, Instagram, Pinterest, whatever it is. We, we appreciate uh, any sharing on any social media site. And, you know, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Like Hamad said. Uh, reviews help immensely for uh, uh, you know this podcast to be found. So please leave a review. And again, thank you for listening and downloading. And we will talk to you next episode. See ya.